Welcome, guys, to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby Enright. On today's episode, I want to speak about um, the effects that uh, how water weight can affect weight loss. Now, this is something that's that's, that's, that's very, very prevalent for people because um, so many people are on that journey of trying to lose weight and basically get a better body composition and, and, and fully or solely focus on dropping down the kilos and getting a little bit lighter framed and obviously changing their body composition. So I think it's really important for people to understand the difference between fat loss and actual weight, uh, water weight loss. Um, they are two very, very different things. Um, so I suppose from the outset, we need to look at when you're working towards a weight loss goal and you're, you're, you're I mean, you're stepping on the scales every single morning, we'd say for instance, and you're, you're trying to to get a few pounds lighter and you are losing a bit of weight initially and that's going to drive motivation massively which is huge and this is something that can really keep you focused on the habits that you you're trying to develop and that's brilliant at the start um but the fluctuations in 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 the in the scales at the start of your weight loss journey can be from water not fat loss and that's just something to understand now that is not something that should demotivate you but it's just something you should understand at the start um and I suppose what we have to look at is the body is made up of about 60% water. That's the most important thing you need to know at the start. That's why we would always be saying when we're uh, talking about um, getting your water intake in, it is really, really important because our body is made up of 60% of it. And that is the first thing we will lose. So fat mass doesn't change overnight. Um because overnight you can lose five pounds, but that's not from fat mass. That will be coming from water loss. Um, we'll say roughly in a day, a person could, in a 24-hour period, could lose, through urine, uh, could lose ranges of maybe 800 to 2,000 millimeters of fluids, um, which could equate to maybe somewhere between one to three pounds of actual water weight and that is quite heavy so that is going to come off the scales and that is that is that is something that um people are going to do on a daily basis once they're uh training a little bit more um and dieting as well because when they're dieting um they will obviously when they start eating certain types of food the body will pull water into cells and then the the water is stored within the liver uh, as muscle as within the liver as glycogen um which will help for energy um so the really important thing here is to to know that when you when your scale fluctuates on a daily basis it's it's going to be a lot to do with water because if we look at fat um a pound of fat is about 454 grams so we're assuming that fat uh, will say yields about nine calories per gram that means you need to burn about over 4,000 calories to lose one pound of fat and there's no activity out there or no exercise you're going to do in a session that's going to burn that kind of calories so a lot of your sweating and urinating in a day um, from exercise and just going to the toilet is going to be a loss of water and that's going to be the initial weight loss now the next cause of the initial weight loss as well um, is because when people start to eat fewer calories either different types of food normally they will start to eat a lot less carbohydrates um, and they will obviously start to exercise more. So you're eating less carbohydrates, you're eating less calories, you're exercising more. So your output is away more, which means you're sweating a lot more. Um, when you cut calories and carbs for weight loss, the first place your body dips into for extra um, energy is glycogen. Think, think glycogen is the stored 
form of energy of carbohydrates. Um, and that is going to be uh, in the liver. So that's going to be stored in the liver uh, and in skeletal muscle. That's really, really important. You understand that. So when you're taking carbohydrates, it is stored as glycogen in the liver and in the muscle. Now, when you look at that, um, it's stored with lots of water because every time you're taking in carbohydrates, your body is pulling water into these cells, into the liver, into the into the muscle, the skeletal muscle. Um, so when you start to train and you start to burn energy, your body's going to pull that water out of that cell as well at the same time. So it's going to use the energy from the cell, but it's also going to use the um the, the, the actual water that's in the cell, it's going to pull that as well. So you're going to have a release of a lot of water. And basically, when you're exercising more and more and more, you're going to lose more and more water through sweating. Um, you'll still lose body fat here, but you will be losing a lot more water weight than actual body fat. Body fat will be will definitely be will be u- uh, utilized here. You will be utilizing it over a period of time, but that's going to be a slower process and at a slower rate than what you would actually lose water weight. So your initial first couple of weeks in training, you're going to see the scale dramatically drop, and that's the reason being. And that's why at the start, people are highly motivated and they see this happening and they're they're really really happy. Um, but you just need to know the difference between that. Think of our 450 grams for a pound of muscle, nine calories per pound, 4,000 calorie session to burn one pound of fat. That's a serious training session that you're not going to do in one day. So um, think about that over a period of a week. So when somebody wants to lose weight really fast, we would all advise them, if you can lose a pound per week, you're not going to be killing yourself. It's going to be sustainable over a period of time. Six weeks, you've lost six pounds. Then you're moving on 12 weeks, 12 pounds. And this is a nice sustainable rate. So that's where when you're talking to somebody and somebody comes to me and they're saying they want to lose three stone in about two weeks, this is where we need to talk about. These are the these are the things that we need to speak about. And these are this is this is once you understand the principles behind what you're trying to do and what the initial weight loss actually is. Um, you're you you you're setting yourself up. You're educating yourself on your nutrition, on carbohydrates, what they do. And remember, carbohydrates. There's a big fear factor out there with carbohydrates, and it's still out there. People still say to us, "Oh, carbs are making me fat." No, they're not. Carbs are there for energy. Protein is there for for muscle building, building blocks of muscle, repairing tissue after we train. You've got fats there for hormones, skin, nails, all that kind of stuff, cognitive function. So all these have their place. None, all of these, if you overconsume, will put on body weight. No doubt about it. Carbohydrates just getting a bit of a wrap because of that water pull into the cell, and your body weight goes up a little bit. Or your your initial weight loss is coming from um, water weight. So you can see how carbohydrates have got that bad name at the start, and people still have that. So a couple of things that kind of the, the, the main factors that affect water loss certain foods and nutrients can change your body water levels in the short term low carb diets for instance are one thing that can definitely do it cutting carbs uh, releases water um because it, ta- it causes the body to tap into its muscle glycogen stores and remember we go back again our stored form of carbohydrate in the liver and in skeletal muscle is glycogen and when you are cutting carbohydrates your body will release water from the cell so again that's one thing that will affect uh, water loss the next thing is high protein diets so this is really really important um, if you basically up your intake of protein it enhances weight loss because you will lose more water through urine because protein breaks down when it's broken down creates urine and other um 
nitrogen waste that require water to be removed from the body. So basically, when you're uh, taking in your proteins, your body needs time to break that down. You're going to urinate out certain proteins because of the uh, because of the nitrogen balance of it, and you're going to your body will want to get rid of that waste, and that requires water to remove that waste. So then your body will be urinating water out again. So that's another thing that will affect your um, water loss. The next thing that affects water loss is salt and this is really important because a lot of people have a fear of salt as well oh we shouldn't put salt in our diet but your body retains water um through excess sodium from high salt diets so your body will retain water if you're taking in a lot of high processed high sodium foods um that are going to be like your your fast foods that kind of stuff your pizzas your takeaways all that kind of stuff are be going to be higher in sodium and your body is going to uh, dilute excess sodium um, from high, high salt diets and it's going to hold water um, now this would have a small effect on your on your water weight it wouldn't have a massive drastic effect but it can in time harm your health obviously because you're taking in these very highly calorific highly sodium dense foods that are not going to be good for your nutrition not going to be good for your gut health um, over a longer period of time so holding on to excess sodium and fluid increases your blood pressure as well which isn't a good thing um if you think about it, you take in high sodium foods, you'll see your blood pressure going up. Um, your base, your your heart has to work a lot hot, harder, causing wear and tear on the cardiovascular system, which is not a good thing over a period of time. Um, so that's something that you need to be mindful of. It's it's it, but it is good idea to eat so uh, have salt in your diet and have some sodium in your diet. But again eating whole foods, one ingredient foods that are not that processed, not that highly calorific, and then add some Himalayan's pink salt to it can be really helpful and really beneficial for your health. Caffeine is another one. It's a mild diuretic. When we take in caffeine, our body will try to process that and it, cre- it increases the urination and water loss. Um, kind of current research shows that the, the, this effects, we'll say it shows that the effects um, are are shown to when you take in uh, caffeine that your body will automatically want to urinate it out so um if you are say a regular coffee drinker um you will see that you you will have fluctuations in water weight because you'll be urinating a little bit more and you notice that straight away when you when you drink uh, coffee on a regular basis you will go to the loo a lot more and then the next one as well that would have kind of a big effect on water weight is alcohol because We'll say think of a hangover is partly due to dehydration. So when you take in alcohol, you're obviously taking in alcohol, you're urinating an awful lot through the night. So you're it's like caffeine. You automatically go to the loo more. Um, so you're going to cause the body to be in a dehydration state. Um, and that's going to um, cause your hangover next morning. Um, so you're going to have an awful lot of water loss, dehydration, and that's the side effect of basically drinking alcohol. Um, but that's not the best way to get rid of water in the body 100% because you can see the effects that uh, a hangover has on people and the kind of prolonged effects it has on them in terms of decision making, in terms of activity. Everything is downregulated because you don't feel too good. So you can see when you drink caffeine, when you drink alcohol, your body will want to urinate all that out more uh, basically the pituitary gland hormone regulates um, how much water is lost through urine so your body will want to regulate all the time so when you're taking in caffeine and alcohol you can see your body wanting to urinate a little bit more and that, that as i say when you're out on a night out you probably don't notice it as much you go into the toilet but it's something that you, that does cause that 
huge hangover in the morning because it is a massive amount to do with dehydration. Um, so that's why you would have heard loads of people telling you to drink loads of water at, in between your drinks or at night before you go to bed when you've had a few drinks. And again, exercise, intense exercise, especially in hot climates and humid weather, when you really sweat a lot, that's massive water loss. I mean, you, when you're sweating, it's basically water. That's what 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 your sweat is. Um, we'll say if you look at somebody like a long distance runner that's running in the heat, that would run over a period of time. The water loss there could be absolutely massive, um, and they would have to look at pre and post and intra. Um, fluid intake massively so you can see that their body is going to be constantly sweating 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 and dehydrating and dehydrating so constantly taking in fluid so you can see their weight even in a race would be fluctuating um and they would have like over a period of that time probably mild dehydration um so if you're doing intensive exercise in the heat you will have to take on more fluids because your body is sweating more if you're somebody that trains just normally in the gym i would always recommend you take on a liter of water in your training session and if you're somebody that excessively sweats in your session you could add a little bit of salt to your water you could take in some branch chain amino acids uh you could just take in something like a little bit of a hydration tab as well to help you uh, when you are um basically training if you if you're a person that excessively sweats because some people in their training would sweat more than others um and and, and basically that that can really help somebody if you just add something in like that um and and the other thing with, with water as well is that it's something that when you get that initial first phase of weight loss i mean it's a huge bonus for somebody to knock off three four five pounds but i suppose what we have to look at is the bigger picture here if you're somebody that has a highly processed diet and is not a really kind of a 40% or say 20% good diet, we'll say our healthier side of our diet, our wholemeal foods, our one ingredient foods, but 80% of your diet is processed, high calorific, high sodium foods. When you actually go to change your nutrition and you change your nutrition plan and you start taking in less dense calorie foods more veg more fruits more higher good high quality proteins taking in good clean carbohydrates like your oats your potatoes your sweet potato your rice your quinoa all that kind of stuff nice clean carbohydrates that your body's going to thank you for straight away the sodium levels have dropped in the food the calories have dropped in the food so your body is going to store less water so your body is going to have water loss and that's where your initial um water weight drop will affect your weight that's where it drops off on the first few weeks and that's something you need to understand but that's not something that i would say is detrimental by any means it's something that should drive your motivation to even now okay i've i've seen a bit of a change in the scales now let's drive on let's focus on what we've been doing to get to this point and let's really drive on with our training dial in our nutrition dial in our daily habits and that can be a big motivational driver so I would always say to somebody that just really focus on um, your habits, your daily habits. Use that motivation from that initial weight loss to drive you further and basically focus your mind and focus you on your daily tasks so you can be successful long term. And this is really, really important, guys. So just to kind of clarify again, Remember your carbohydrates. When you take in carbohydrates, and oh, this is just carbs we're focusing on here. Carbohydrates will go into the liver and into skeletal muscle, into muscle tissue, and store as energy called glycogen. Glycogen, the body's made up of 60% water, which is stored in the liver and a skeletal muscle. And again, every time you're taking in carbohydrates, your body will pull in water to the cell. So your body, then when you sweat, 
and you 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 obviously when you change your diet you probably down regulate your carbohydrates a little bit your body doesn't need as much water in the cells so that's released through sweating urination and if you have increased your protein your body is going to want to urinate out the protein as well um the, the, the because it's going to balance nitrogen and you're going to have a certain amount of that going out in urine and again that's all water loss if you're somebody that has a few drinks or you're somebody that has a, uh, takes in a lot of salt in their diet or sorry drinks and takes in a lot of caffeine into their diet you're going to urinate a lot as well and you are going to have a little bit of water weight loss there now again for if your goal is to try to for have a better body composition alcohol will not have a place in terms of your overall diet it's no problem adding it in but you have to know that when you drink alcohol you are going to be dehydrated because you are going to urinate a little bit more and that's just going to make you feel groggy and bad in the morning and also with caffeine it's a, it's a natural diet or a diuretic the body will want to balance again and urinate after caffeine so the one thing I would say about this subject is that it's just something that comes up an awful lot and people have an awful fear of carbohydrates and I just kind of want to differentiate between actual fat loss and actual water weight loss. Your initial dietary period, the first two, I would say, well, even one to four weeks, will a lot of that will be to do with changing your diet, changing your food types, starting an exercise plan, and a lot of that initial loss will be through water. And again, it's like I said, it's not a bad thing. It can be a great motivation for you. You see the scales moving down. You see the body losing losing a little bit of puffiness from the water. And then you're going to drive on and build your motivation from there. But it's a, it's important that you understand it. And your coach, if you're dealing with somebody, that they're explaining this to you and explaining to you how much it takes to burn a pound of fat. And remember, we said about 454 um, calories. Are not 454, but 454 does nine calories per gram so 454 grams nine calories per gram that's four over 4,000 calorie burn in a session to knock off one pound of fat now per session for most people in this day and age would be doing sessions of your average general population client would probably come in and burn off about two to three hundred calories per day in total so if you add that over a seven day period your intensity is is important when you come in to work out if it's 4,000 to burn one pound of fat and you need to build that over the full week, you could say to yourself, okay, in my weight training sessions, we'll see an average 150 to 200 calories and I might do my steps per day, 10,000, and I might burn off another 200 calories there. And then I might do a little bit of cardio two to three times a week, four times a week. And I might go on a piece of equipment, for instance, or I might have a watch that can measure calories to give me a rough estimate. And again, these machines give a very, very approximate estimate of burning maybe another 200 calories. So if you, on average, per day kind of put out between four and six hundred calories multiply that by seven and over a week it is achievable for somebody to lose a pound of fat but for most people that might be just a little bit step too far they might have to build it over a longer period so just when you think about it that way how much effort it takes to burn a pound of fat it's a lot quicker to lose water weight um and that's that's something i just wanted to, to pop on to the end of the podcast and kind of give you a background so you kind of fully understand the difference between water loss and actual fat loss um they are two different things and that's just once you understand it it kind of sets you up in terms of your initial mindset when the first bit of weight comes off. Just use that as a motiva motivational driver and then move forward in your journey. Build your habits, 
build your exercise skill, um, get weight training, guys, sort out your nutrition, 80% good. You can always have that little 20% where you have a little bit of stuff you like, but just your general bulk your diet, make sure it's nutrient dense, lower calorific foods, um, lower sodium foods. And remember, sodium is our friend as well we need a sodium balance in the body so a little bit of himalayan pink salt with your main meals is absolutely perfect um but again try to stick to one ingredient foods whole foods is important and your body will thank you for it your weight loss journey will thank you for it because it'll be so much easier on you moving forward so that's the difference guys um between fat loss and water weight loss and i hope that made sense to you and i hope you can take something from that and again if you have any questions please direct message the pages uh peak performance academy on instagram peak performance academy on facebook um and you'll find us on our website as well www.peakperformancecalorie.com if you have any questions please just direct message us know uh, or email us on uh, peakperformancecalorie at gmail.com and we will be straight back to you with an answer to the best of our abilities um, also guys can you please leave a review on the podcast it really helps to grow it and subscribe to it um, and tell your friends and put it out there on your social media stories just uh, tag us on uh, on social media reach your peak podcast um, I would be greatly appreciated as I see I have some really good guests another guest coming on next week so you won't be listening to me just next week you'll listen to a guest so that's something that's coming next week very interesting guest coming on over the next four to five weeks I have a board behind me um, and I have five guests set up over the next six weeks. So it's going to be very, very interesting conversations on a, a wide variety of topics, not just um, nutrition. It's going to be on a wide variety. So we're going to talk about loads of different stuff to keep this very, very interesting for everybody. So again, guys, leave a review. Really helps to grow the, the channel and the podcast, I should say. And I hope you have a great week. Um, I'm just in the middle of prep at the moment. I just had a show the weekend, took a bronze in the national championships in men's physique in Natural Bodybuilding Federation. So I was absolutely delighted with that. It was a, it was kind of a split decision for a silver between me and another guy. He just scroped me on this one, but um, absolutely delighted with the result. 12, kind of 11 and a half, 12 weeks of prepping and finally got something out of the other end of it. And like I said, if you put in the hard work, you will be rewarded. Um, so just finishing off peak week again this week competing the weekend in two um events I'm, I'm doing men's physique and i'm doing fitness model so uh two shots at it again this weekend and i'm feeling really good condition is really good finishing out the week strong and going into my shows um in the best condition i can be again purely show um in dublin and the helix if anybody's around there please pop in starts at one o'clock should be on stage about three or four um would appreciate the support if anybody's out there listening and in, in, in the dublin area this weekend so have a great weekend guys and thanks for listening to another episode of reach your peak podcast with your host bobby and right